0: hey all my amigos y familia this is chef jk or josh you can also call me yosh you're listening to the family cast food and music is life yes we're about to start the episode but first i need to hear some music so let's dig in
1: seems that we were never friends We just occupied the same space Never realized we was in a race As if I did, I think I'd win Yeah, I'm losing it again How can you lose what you was never in? Fast-grown trees, slow-moving lightning Yeah, I'm losing it again It's just a way to get around It ain't Worth the bad scene
0: amigos y familia out there in the podcast universe this is your friend your companion your neighbor chef josh uh with this week's episode of the family cast food and music is life yes and wow did you miss out on a thing last night the beer pairing dinner with new belgium brewing was one for the books. let me tell you, it was amazing. I'll be posting some pics and videos and other fun stuff throughout the week. Um, it was just such a good one. I want to say it was one of my one of my best ones. I had a great team helping me out. Um, you'll see you'll see when we do when we do the posts, but it was just such a good time. It was such a fun time. There uh, Sasquatch was there. No lie. Sasquatch showed up. <laughs> and uh, we just had a really, really good time. So thanks if you were there, thank you for coming. Please continue to support that. All the, you know, we raised funds for Kitchens for Good, a local nonprofit charity that I'm very close to. And uh, I got some personal stuff going on in life right now, so I'm not going to keep this too long in the beginning. Short and sweet. I want to get right to it. I do want to remind you, please uh, please, and thank you. Share the show. Subscribe, rate, review, support, all that. Patreon.com, Family Cast. And special thanks to our buddies at Essex Coffee Roasters, keep, keeping me in the loop, Sleepless Coffee Cult, keeping me awake, and all the other fun people that are in my life. There's so many to name right now, I'm just so thankful to be alive and healthy in this weird, wacky, wild world time that we live in. I know you know what I'm talking about. So stay in touch with each other. Let's, let's, let's get in touch with each other. I don't wanna lose touch with friends and family uh, too much more than I, than I already have. So drop me a line. I'll drop you a line let's stay in touch let's keep each other uh let's keep each other's heads up okay um i did want to say also uh got some more fun stuff coming up that i'll be i'll be uh i'll be writing it out and setting it up on the on the instagram account so pay attention to that that's instagram.com forward slash the family cast so thanks once again this is chef josh i'm gonna get into the conversation with bj Local musician BJ, his new song uh, is going to be at the end of the episode. is on Mannequin Vanity Records, local label here in San Diego, California. And uh, we're just going to have a little fun time, a little fun conversation with BJ on this week's episode of The Family Cast. Food and music is life, yes? Yes, I'd say so. So you know what we're going to say right now is let's dig in.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry
3: if
0: I'm a little quiet. My kids sleep. <laughs> That's all right. I got this. Well, we're on. We're on. So um, good morning to you, BJ. Good morning, Josh. We finally made it happen. Yeah. And we're just like, not really. We're like right around the corner from each other. So this is funny. <laughs>
3: yeah. And happy Mexican I mean, Mother's
0: Day. <laughs> yes. Dia de las Madres right here. Are you, do you have a Mexican mother? I
3: do. Uh, well, mother-in-law. My wife is Mexican.
0: Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah well tell her happy day happy day (laughs) for those of you for those of you out there listening the Mexican Mother's Day is usually the day right after American uh, Mother's Day not that wait I take it back the American holiday Mother's Day not for American mothers but the holiday. (laughs) so yeah so anyways do you do anything special for that day for either of the days
3: yeah yesterday we went out to a wild animal park we took both our moms and uh took the grandson out there with them so nice they had a good time and then today yeah my wife is working so I'll probably go down and hang out with her mom for a little bit bring the kid too
0: <laughs> oh cool all right is your your wife works there or you just uh no she, she's she got go a, there? a real job 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 boring job. <laughs> oh the, yeah the boring stuff you know not us musicians we, we talk we say real jobs when we're talking about like <laughs> nine to fives or something like that right <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right and then so yeah you you are you born and raised in Chula Vista? That's correct. Awesome. That's cool. Um, that's a, you're a, a local, so you're a, a super hyper-local musician, like yeah. born yep. and raised in Chula unicorn, Vista. Born and
3: raised in San Diego, you know? The
0: unicorn, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you are also doing, well, I mean, I'll let you tell it a little bit, but I know that you do like a, a mix of kind of like musical styles, and I want to know how you landed on doing, doing, uh, you know, as you would put it, canciones con queso, like, you know, folk, punk, mariachi, San Diego sound, you know, how I want to know how you landed on all that. Did you go through other bands uh, first and stuff like that to get to where you are now in that? But before we get into that part too, let's hear who you are. Like, you know, you're. I know you're born in Chula Vista. He does yeah. music. He's got a new kid and the kid's sleeping right now. <laughs> so I, I remember those days, you know, the nap time days, you know. Yeah, kind of plan everything around when the kid is going down, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so you can catch up a little bit. So, but yeah. So, what, what, uh what, what was family life like growing up? Was it a musical household? Was it a food? I see you got a taco shirt on. Was it a food-based household? You know, like what's going on?
3: Oh yeah, this is my uh, my tacos y bajos shirt. <laughs> <laughs> tacos and bases. This is my uh, my my cable company. My or not mine, but they're my they endorsed me it's not me cable, so i figured i'd rep them on the show too <laughs> oh cool okay tacos got it yeah i like it but um yeah music life growing up um uh, no my parents weren't necessarily musical um they both you know would play music on like the radio and stuff but okay. either of them really plays instruments or anything like that um i started off uh, actually in the theater world doing plays and musicals and stuff yeah and uh, lasted about through high school and then once high school hit you know picked up a guitar and just you know started making even louder noise and I've always liked being on stage and in front of people and Mm -hmm. uh, I figured playing music kind of put the control back in my own hands you didn't have a director telling you what to do or you don't have you know the, the regiment of like a script to like keep you on track and I'm very all over the place as you'll see <laughs> um so it's you know I just music kind of fit better for me and uh yeah I just started bands with friends in high school and stuff mm-hmm. that's kind of how I dipped
0: my toes into it in the beginning totally were, were those bands uh, already in the folk realm in that sound that you have now or are they all kind of different genres
3: oh hell no they were always like uh crappy little punk bands little pop punk bands trying to be the next blink 182 you know uh, uh-huh. the first one we called mm-hmm. element x that was like a spoof on uh powerpuff girls and then uh, the next one was one-eyed monsters that was the one i got to name so
0: uh-huh. that's funny and then i saw your musical influences as d12 and johnny cash and bone thugs yeah. and Alpine yeah. trio so like kind of that's a mix of a lot of uh, different different styles right there just in influences so do you like do you do you actually get influenced from d12 and bone thugs oh, and yeah. music <laughs> yeah
3: uh, if, you, if you ever saw me live you'll, you'll be shocked to hear some of the things that come out of my mouth so that's, sure. that's, that's no, no the that's d12 fine yeah goes
0: yeah i mean like uh, i don't know how many uh, how many people are, are who listen to Alkaline and trio and blink are also who are also familiar with d12 and bone thugs maybe there are, are some and maybe you're here to change that maybe you're here to like you know show show d12 to the world through through folk music
3: <laughs> yeah i'm here to spread the awareness i mean even d12 did kind of what i did with the uh the, like Mexican theme they did my salsa mm-hmm. or whatever my band you know um uh-huh. yeah <laughs> where they did the whole uh, My Salsa you know
0: that's funny I haven't it's talked fun. about D12 in a minute so that's fun <laughs> that's funny. Um how how did you end up on like so like the, the local record label um how did you get involved with uh mannequin city or mannequin vanity sorry
3: yeah so um it was a long it was a long long trail to get there um, mm-hmm. I had sort of broken off from being in bands for a while. Um mm-hmm. probably like around the age of like 20, 21, I stopped um really pursuing the three-piece punk scene because every band I'd been in and just did the same thing. You know, you play a few shows, you, you start mm-hmm. getting a little following like at Soma and Epicenter. And then yeah yeah everybody falls apart. So I just was already writing songs for these bands and just kept a few of them and then started writing more yeah. for myself. And uh most of the time I'll do it on acoustic guitar anyway. So I didn't even call it folk in the beginning. It was just acoustic pop punk to me. And uh, Uh then uh, I started doing that just by myself playing shows. Um, They would let me into bars very mistakenly. I was like 1920, (laughs) starting to play bars. Uh And uh, with a guitar, nobody questioned how old you were. So I saw that as my ticket into the adult world. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to keep doing Mm -hmm. this. So um, I did that for a couple of years. And I had a friend on another label. They were in a pop punk band called Playing Without a Pilot. Uh, they were on a label called R-Dub Records. So through them, I started getting involved with that. Um, Found out it wasn't really quite a fit for me. Um, So I was producing an album with R-Dub Records at the time. It kind of fizzled out, and I felt like it was not going to be going anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I took it back independent. And in between that, I met my buddy Jake, who was also somehow involved with uh, R-Dub Records, but he was starting his own label. So... He's like, hey, man, if you want to you know, come play with play with us on Manic and Vanity, I got you. And, uh, you know, it was it was way more a, a, a fit for me, you know, because mm-hmm. um, it's independent, you know, and it's uh, I even though it's folk music, like I still have a very like punk ethos where it's like I'd rather do a handshake deal. And like, you know, if you cross me, I'll beat you up like I'm not going to bring you to court whereas right. in the situation it was more like you know sign contracts and you know you owe me your life now and stuff like that so, oh yeah
0: there's definitely realize that
3: out these, there. these songs not going anywhere so so, so you uh, like the label you like it it's good oh I love it yeah good. I've been on it since uh 2009 and uh, oh, okay I'm, I'm like the OG record OG uh artist on the label
0: <laughs> You're, you were the first one <laughs>
3: Yeah, and one of the longest running now. It started awesome. off as like an indie punk label, so I was the only acoustic guy, and now they're a folk label, so I
0: kind of just changed their whole thing. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, that's so, but I know the label is very—it's eclectic. It's not just like you know one genre or style. Like it's like kind of well, I mean there is there's other artists that sound like yourself, obviously, but you know he's got a good he's got a good uh, uh what's it called roster of bands yeah and night. it's
3: starting to go worldwide too we've got bands in france and germany oh really
0: okay yeah it's awesome um are you gonna like do some tours with those bands uh, in other countries or you know as that things open up plan.
3: We, we were we were linking up to do a france tour um right before covid <laughs>
0: right yeah yeah so you think but eventually pick it'd up be again? Nice. yeah
3: i'd yeah. love to get out there we have a canadian band too a duo named Stephen jenny jackson they're awesome um So I'm hoping to get up there, too, now that my driving record is clear. I can cross the border. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh,
0: what happened? (laughs) Oh, you know, just the San Diego statistic over here. Just didn't pay a ticket or something? Like, "Eh, I'll just pay it later. And then it just keeps going and going, right? Yeah, we'll we'll say that. (laughs) Sure. Well, I mean, so what, what, like, what inspires you to write songs that are, like, canciones con queso, like, you know, songs about cheese slash cheesy songs or whatever, you know, like, um what 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 makes you go into like I don't know wanting to obviously we have the we have it in our blood to kind of have the Mexican culture around us and in us and it comes out in our music um but then you're like you personally are like I'm gonna make it fun and uh sing with my punk influences and d12 and so how did you get into like you know you know a, a single singular I should say artist folk music person that's also bringing in Mexican folk music mariachi to those who don't know um how does that work being someone playing in downtown San Diego or or going on tour in France you know like <laughs> are you trying to spread the gospel of mariachi through like you know your songs going queso
3: um not really trying to spread anything I'm just um it's just what comes out honestly like if you listen to all my old stuff before that it you know everything kind of stands out on its own it's still got the the this the like folky acoustic kind of vibe Mm -hmm. to it but everything is a little different like uh, the first album was like a uh, like a concept album to make fun of San Diego radio because it sucks so so badly Um, so I play a lot of Grand Theft Auto that album came out exactly like a Grand Theft Auto radio show (laughs) and you know the next two are a little more serious like like, folky kind
2: of you know
3: trying just to figure out what the sound was. And then I think on this last one, Canciones Con Queso, kind of mixed it all together where uh, I just wanted to push the sound a little further in a different direction um, totally. to see where I could take it. Uh, yeah. And I had I had been doing Spanish songs um, for a while. I've been doing La Cucaracha and uh, doing uh, La Bamba. And yeah. I mean, it doesn't really count, but I played Tequila too. <laughs>
0: but, oh, the song, uh, yeah
3: to do the Wee the herman dance on top of the yeah. bar you know
0: that's just an excuse <laughs> that's that's like the encore at the, at the bars shows or whatever. yeah
3: or when i need a break you know because I don't, I don't stop to take breaks i just loop a thing
0: and then sure. keep going so i just do that's tequila smart. for like 15 minutes <laughs> how'd you how'd you yeah. hook up with uh how'd you hook up with the uh, screwball whiskey for their um for your your other song with um that chad butler did so they um they
3: actually endorse a uh, bunch of us down here in san diego uh, uh-huh. kel bordell is one of them that's who yakovich is he's from kel bordell and uh, also another artist on the label
2: um
3: so working on an endorsement with me as well um so we were just like put it in there um but yeah they're a san diego-based you know liquor company so mm-hmm. i've known the owner steve since before screwball was even screwball it used to just oh, be okay. peanut butter whiskey shots at the holding company in pb yeah. and uh, at obi noodle house which they still have the original which is really really good Um, yeah screwball is also really good but if you're in San Diego you got to go try those two things
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a that's a huge shout out to local distillery or you know local brand screwball whiskey um sponsoring sponsoring BJ and other artists on the label right um is that so are you because I mean this show you know family cast is food and music is life yes so I do pairings of music and food or music and beverage. So you are automatically just doing it by being, you know, <laughs> sponsored by a screwball whiskey and doing the shows. Uh, that's probably cool. Cause there, you play a lot of in the bars and downtown San Diego and stuff like the tipsy crow. And um, I mean, we're kind of speaking hyper-local here for other listeners, but like BJ is an active musician playing in local San Diego scenes and sponsored by whiskey companies. So I guess you can imagine the trouble that we get into or whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
3: It was the trouble that got me here, so.
0: <laughs> ah, paved the way. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's cool. So were you planning on, excuse me, <clears throat> were you planning on being kind of connected to a local, like a whiskey company when you started the music or that just happened organically, like through just playing and knowing the guy? Yeah, was just it like, I wanted to do this?
3: Because uh, I would play, you know, at his bars. So oh. um, when I would do it, that was what they were, you know, trying to push was obviously their own, yeah. Um, the brand and stuff so you know if you're on stage hey shout us out uh, we'll you know give you a shot to pass around or whatever so okay
0: you know, yeah
3: it just became natural and again yeah it's, it's a it's a friend and it's a local thing so you know i i'm very dedicated to friends and you know family so
0: if awesome if you're in my circle i will ride or die forever <laughs> that's that's loyal i like it um no because remember i uh, like uh, you know a while ago when bands were when like warp tour was all happening and big tours It was like the Jägermeister tour and like, you know, this, this tour is sponsored by, you know, this company, this alcohol company or this food company, or the, the warp Tour started getting a lot of huge sponsors, like not necessarily Jägermeister, but you know, other, so, so like musicians and products have a good uh, history together for these kind of things. I was wondering if Screwball was going to take San Diego or take the music, you're going to take the music national or international with Screwball or with another, you know, sponsor or anything like that. Cause that's a fun thing to do, I think, but
3: yeah i know they're um, endorsing artists all you know coast to coast they uh started in nashville doing the like actual endorsement thing that they're doing Um, (laughs) and they're just hitting a bunch of different big cities so i'm hoping what it turns into is maybe they link those cities up and like hook us up with a tour you know um yeah so i mean i don't really know what the their plan is for it i just know you know i uh I support him, So I was already drinking it. I might as well shout it out. Oh yeah.
0: It's it's natural. So what's, what about plans for your, your personal music? Like what's the big next step for the record or for, for you playing, you know, what's the big next thing for you?
3: Well, um, with the whole baby happening and COVID happening, everything just shook up. It was really intense. Um, So he's 11 months old and, you know, COVID is like a year old. (laughs) So it was, uh, it, it took a lot of, things and just mix it up you know i was playing music full-time um and that was how i was getting by doing just cover gigs and yeah lots of stuff and when it got taken away you know it, it gave me the opportunity to kind of sit back and think about like what will that next step be so i think for myself it's going to be focusing more on the original stuff um because mm-hmm. i had to go out and get a real job too
0: <laughs> and what's a, uh, what's a real job these days what does that mean
3: i work at a where um uh a, 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 a Distillery up in Miramar, do it making cutwater spirits.
0: Okay. I know cutwater. Yeah, so yeah. I'm on the awesome. production
3: team, working full time. Uh, Got it. Canning and bottling cocktails. But,
0: uh-huh.
3: um, you know, that allows me to obviously, you know, support the family without having the music for a year. So um, now I have to figure out how to fit music back into a dad life and a full time work life.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So,
3: Instead of pushing really hard to play the cover gigs, now I'm just going to push really hard to play more like original stuff once things like venues open back up, not just bars. So doing a lot of live streams in the meantime, and then maybe like one or two bar gigs here or there instead of 12.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Do you think that it's easier, not easier, but it's less logistics to do it? as a solo artist to do live streams than putting it to you know if we are say a nine-piece ska band or whatever you know like you got you and the instrument let's go you know is that has that been a good thing during during this time has that been a light during the you know shutdown
3: yeah absolutely i mean i um uh, i started it with just like my camera on my phone doing uh it was called uh, hump day happy hours on instagram every wednesday okay. i'll do it for a couple hours and just play and drink along with people and you know it was getting (laughs) a little bit of attention um and then I just stepped up the production and uh you know uh, went the the YouTube and Twitch route you know set up Uh my computer for live streaming and started getting it you know more serious and cool I'm I'm one of those people that um likes the technical side of things you know Uh like I love like all the the nerdy stuff so yeah um, it gave me an opportunity to kind of dive into the computer world and figure out programs for live streaming and just really just distract myself
0: from what was going on so uh, i'm gonna keep doing that it's a fun hobby to like figure out the next tech thing that you can add to your repertoire like you know like i got a new mic or you know my headset or whatever you know (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly um you know upgrade uh, your stuff or whatever so
3: i think the next step for that is also trying to figure out how to make that stand out so i've kind of pulled back from it a little bit just to get back into the planning yeah. mode the execution mode will be i think uh mixing music and video games so it'll be you know oh, yeah. a 45 minute music set and then uh we'll you know switch over to like i have a couple trivia games on uh, on the computer that i can stream through or you know do like a, a play along on call of duty or something
0: i know it'll be kind of weird to try and mix the two but so you're being like, like um, very active you're being very uh you're staying with all the trends and like getting in everyone's audience. Right. Yeah. And just trying to so make sure that system. whatever I'm doing stands out.
3: Cause there's a lot of people out there live streaming now.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it kind of leveled the playing field If a band, like as big as band, bad religion is doing live streams and a solo artist in Chula Vista is doing a live stream. Like it's all a live stream, right? Like, I mean, face-to-face did one at a bar and Pennywise that, you know, like all these huge bands are live streaming and all, and, and, you know, from for, podcasters are live streaming from their bedroom or whatever you know like <laughs> it, it's kind of like fair game baby right yeah exactly
3: um, and it, I, I like the uh, the idea of it leveling the playing field because like you said bad religion they had their live stream yeah. and i followed that whole process it seemed like they were you know they're all like what 60s so they don't know how to <laughs> set up a live stream they obviously have to have people do it for oh, them yeah it definitely not, was it, not it, the it, bad it numbers, numbers. <laughs> for me where i just to turn on my computer and run it yeah you know?
0: Yeah. It definitely was not the band members in better ways of yeah. doing it. They'd be like, Oh, you know, uh, but that's cool. So that's, I think that's one cool thing about all of this kind of shutdown stuff was that you, you're, I don't, I don't always like to compare people to other bands and stuff like that, but uh, your, your fans could be like, Ooh, I could, I could watch this and then I could watch this. Like you can go to the, like three, con- go to three concerts a day if you wanted to, because it's all like this. Right. So that's cool. Uh, but you know, I do miss going to a big packed show too. Yeah. Yeah. The
3: difference between live streaming and live music on both ends is there's like just the magic of having sound in the air. You know, when you're at a concert, you you feel the bass, you feel the drums,
0: you
3: you know, it it resonates in you. So as a, a fan, you get that energy just off the stage and then yeah. likewise on the stage you get the energy even if you know in my situation it's not like i have room fulls of people just screaming and clapping you know like they would for a bad religion show or something but <laughs> you know just having people in the room talking and then fighting for their attention you know that
0: just put, that just put a sound idea. effect in there push a button it's like
3: <laughs> i mean i've thought about it but then i also thought like how uh it would just not only annoy my wife but probably <laughs> get oh. me kicked out of my apartment because i'd put i'd put it through the speakers so loud as
0: <sighs> yeah one thousand are you are you doing them from your from your house yeah okay cool yeah so that's totally you're totally like you know diy punk rock ethos i love it like you know the spirit of uh the independent musician coming all the way through the internet you know yeah uh, that's awesome uh are you are you uh it's pete right your your son's name is pete that's correct yeah peter yeah that's (laughs) cool peter um is he named after anyone in your family or anyone in particular yeah me (laughs) so Uh
3: it's a family name uh the full name is is francis peter and it used to be a big secret um because obviously i go by bj yeah um i was like (laughs) yeah so he's the fifth i'm the fourth and so on Uh, oh wow but my my family's always called me BJ. It's just, everybody's always had a nickname. So nobody ever really goes by either Francis or Peter. So okay. when people ask me, is the name really BJ? I'd say, yeah. Cause I liked having a little mystery, but now that we got him and people ask about it, like, well, I have to tell the whole story. So I'm kind of getting used to telling people the name now too. Uh-huh. Um, he's going to be stuck with the actual name though. We're not giving him a nickname. We're not going, going that route. Like
0: he's going to actually <laughs> rep the name. He's going to be Peter. <laughs> Little little P5. I love it. Exactly. Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. The fifth. Wow. Uh is that so now I think once you're past like two or three, it kind of has to keep going. Right. It, it's almost like you do not want to be the the dad that shuts that shuts that faucet off. You know, like just name one of your kids or your first son this and they can go by a nickname or whatever, you know. <laughs> exactly. Five, like, that's awesome, you know. Yeah. My wife wouldn't let me call him Cinco. That was gonna
3: be his nickname, but she's like, you cannot call him Cinco. <laughs>
0: oh uh, that's funny are you guys do you speak spanish at the house
3: yeah he's gonna grow up bilingual for sure um good that's awesome i'm, I'm just like a, a dumb gringo that picked it up you know through living <laughs> here
0: like uh, he's gonna be fluent <laughs> good that's the, that's the way it should be uh i mean my mom didn't teach me because she thought she's like oh you can learn in school you know and then i didn't learn in school so so i kind of like just had to pick it up in the kitchens stuff like that mm-hmm. and everywhere around all good my, place my friends it <laughs> yeah i mean i learned you know all the everything you're not supposed to say in the house and stuff like that. But um but but you know uh it's a kind of a fun way to learn it I guess you know because school Spanish is a little bit different than what you would speak in the family anyways. Um yeah slightly it's more like formal when you learn it from school but but here yeah, we are good, you know now <laughs> you, you must have learned a plenty because you got a whole album named you know named after um, I feel so bad though because it just it
3: has the sound but if you listen to the songs like each song has maybe like one Spanish word in it so everybody's like oh it's okay. a bilingual album I'm like
0: <laughs> I mean <laughs> I it's a it's, plus. yeah in a sense in a sense or it's, it's an homage to the language right like uh, or the music I, I mean I listen to Mariachi El Bronx and he barely sings in Spanish you know. Um, yeah,
3: everybody keeps saying like, "Oh, that's like your influence, right?" And I didn't hear of them until people started telling me that there was a band called Mariachi El Bronx. Like,
2: no, for me, this is not
3: so much about the language; it's more about the culture, which is
2: mm-hmm. I
3: feel more important or just as important, you know, as learning a language. Totally, you, you may not be fluent in Spanish or another person's language, like or Japanese or whatever, you know. But yeah. if you're gonna be, you know, involved with that culture, you you should at least learn the culture. Oh, and, totally. Uh, should, like, so you're not yeah. just
0: like, like. For example, in my world, it'd be like these guys opening restaurants that of from like ethnicities or countries they're not from or whatever. It's like, is that OK? I mean, it's like, yeah, some people really take the time to li- go live in Mexico or go live in Thailand and study everything and learn and live with the family and become that chef. And then, you know, it's not they're not opening a uh, authentic, you know, taqueria, but it's like they're, re- they're having really good food that's inspired by the, that local culture. Right. Yeah. As long as you I put mean, the effort in, you know, it's not like
3: uh, they're trying not they're for do, the they're... joke or the shock value of, oh, oh look, no, I yeah. but exactly. we all wear mustaches. And yeah, like,
0: I think yeah. there was a time that somebody was doing that, like, you know, uh, trying too hard to be, you know, some Mexican or whatever other culture it may be. And I think people don't appreciate that. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, people, people, people are like, hey, you're doing it the wrong way. Um, really did dive in. So uh, I think that you know you, you your life speaks for your personal life speaks for itself because you know you, you're married and you have you uh, are doing uh, the songs the right way and stuff like that so um have you gotten any kind of like negative feedback or or flack for doing whatever you know like hey wait a minute you know
3: <laughs> no and i i was kind of hoping for it a little bit because that would mean more people were listening you know like because it's all people in my circle that i showed It'll it come. to at first and was like hey does this seem a little like insensitive not just to like you know the idea of doing it but like for instance in La Cucaracha like I do a silly voice where I'm like trying to imitate Cheech Marin and uh, I was like does this is this gonna get me like in trouble and you know everybody was like nah it's fine just do it whatever and then you know once the people in my circle who matter were like it's cool then yeah. I don't care if i offend somebody that just means they heard it
0: <laughs> No, that's awesome that's where my deep
3: flow think... of influence comes in
0: <laughs> oh okay okay yeah that makes sense so you're like I'm just going to do the art that I want to do because I'm an artist and that's how, that's how I get my stuff out there. Right. Um, yeah. If you spend all your time thinking about what's going to happen after you
3: put it out before you even put it out, then you'll probably never put it out. This is the way I think about it. So I'll just, it's true, write true. it, record it, get it out as fast as I can. And then just worry about what comes later. <laughs> uh,
0: no, I think, I think that, uh, it's weird, too, because as a musician or, or a chef or, I guess, a, a, you know, a paint, an, a, an art artist, a painter, um, you can have a thousand good reviews or followers. and you, One person says, eh, it's shit. And then you're like, oh, my gosh. And that's all you think about. You could, or you could let that ruin your, your high, you know, or your, yeah. the experience that you have with your record or, or your food or whatever. It's like that person doesn't like it. I have to do everything in my power to make that person happy. That, that one person out of everyone else it's like what if you turned it and said i'm not worried about that person at all i got i got a lot of fans and followers and all this kind of stuff you know like how do we get to that point where the negative doesn't matter you know <laughs> yeah it's and I'm hard not, being I'm not sensitive to
3: alienate anybody if anything I would, I would like to bring everybody in on the jokes yeah. you know like yeah uh, especially in the bar world you get such a, a wide array of people you know Person A thinks this joke was hilarious. Person B is offended by this joke. So now you got to figure out how to bring person B in without also losing person A by uh-huh. saying, you know, like, oh, well, I don't mean that. You know, like you got to try and figure out a way to incorporate everybody. So most of the time, it's just like self-deprecation is is the way to bring it in. So, just you know, keep, when I talk keep about... Keep it all
0: coming into you.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like when I talk about doing a song, like a, a Spanish album or a Mexican-themed album, it's not about like, you know, oh, I'm trying to be mexican it's like no i'm
0: just a dumb gringo this is where i
2: grew up you know <laughs> yeah
0: that's funny i think that um i think that i would i just want to say you, you should you should just keep doing that same thing that you're doing because you know once you take it on the road once you're out of san diego and you're doing the music i think it san diego in particular has a certain like it has to be like this sound like if you say you're punk it's it better sound like blink or if you say you're mariachi it better sound like you know this band from Mexico, or you know what i mean like there's like a really like there's some of these somebody made up these rules somewhere for some and and i can speak for this for the food world too or the beer world or whatever it's like somebody has these set of rules that somebody made somewhere that we all talk about <laughs> i'm like i don't know who made this rule like i don't i don't uh i when i was doing music i didn't try to i wasn't trying to sound like blink at all like that's not my style you know uh I, I, I'm a chef that, and I don't want to be like this chef over here because they're already doing it. Somebody's already doing it. Well, why would I want to do it? Why would I want to do that? Uh, I don't know. So I think the only that, rule that I live by is be you, you know, and yeah. be authentic. Be you, BJ. Come on. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, uh, but I think I was going to say, like, I guess once you start going to like Kentucky or France or Australia, it'll be like, Hey, cool! He's this guy's bringing mariachi music to, not that all your song, for, for all the listeners out there. I'm not saying every single BJ song is mariachi, but I'm just saying you can take you can take that sound to them because they might not be as familiar with mariachi folk, you know, outside of San Diego. Oh, even
3: just like going up to Northern California, I would play up oh, in yeah. Santa Cruz a lot, or uh, mm-hmm. I went to this little like like farming community called Reedley. Um, and yeah. I would play out there too, totally. and even this was before I was doing you know the full uh canciones con queso like everything it was just like just my my personality is very southern californian and i bring that with me everywhere and they're just like oh my god like you're you're so different from us i'm like yeah but not that different from down there so it's you know you bring your own culture and uh i just try not to let it i try not to be afraid of just putting myself out there you know I go That's to good. Santa Cruz and I'm, I'm playing songs in Spanish and a bunch of like, you know, rich yuppies are kind of put off by it, whatever the the people in the back are going to like it. So
0: it's cool. That's true. <laughs> yeah. This is for everyone in the kitchen. Yeah, um, exactly. So oh, I, I say that all the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they get it, you know, they get it.
3: Yeah. And I'm um, always trying to like, you know, represent wherever i'm playing too so it's like i'll have a plate of food and a drink with me and, mm-hmm. and i'll you know shout out the kitchen all the time like the
0: food's good go. or
3: even if it's bad be like hey man you fucked up my fries <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's your favorite place to eat around here uh
3: in san diego i love yeah um uh, i mean there's just so S- many good taco places but
2: oh yeah if oh, I yeah
3: steak, i'd say it's probably sushi there's a sushi spot right by my place okay um i live like Pretty close to every good taco spot, but if you find good sushi, it's yeah. like. So they're called. Uh, uh, I forget the full name, but it's Naruto is is in the title. So,
0: like anime nerd, like Naruto. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mike, my, my son watches that religiously. Um, that's fun. So, is it a Naruto-themed sushi place?
3: No, it's it's oh. part of a full name, and it's like uh, I don't want to butcher it. I couldn't even okay. remember it, but yeah, they're. There's a little hole in the wall place. They're always packed. They're only open like certain hours of the day. And like, yeah, it was crazy. Like, I don't want to put any like bad juju out there on them. But like, I remember there's always a line like before COVID, there was a line yeah. just around the block and there would be, you know, all sorts of crazy things happening in the parking lot. I'm not going to not going to get too deep into it, but like things that sure. would scare most people away. And yeah. that line would stay there like i'm not losing my place for sushi <laughs> that's
0: how good it was that's awesome yeah commitment that's all right there in chula vista mm-hmm. okay I'll, I'll look it up let's check you know come check it out um what about like if you're on the road you know if you're traveling someone's doing some yard work right there whatever um if you're traveling on the road or you, have, you have certain spots that you always hit up um in california or anything like that like on those tours it's yeah, to
3: usually like an easy go-to because totally it's like, like you can get a foot long and make that last for a week but <laughs> i mean i grew up you know not poor or anything but like i grew up where money wasn't it was always yeah. a thing you know kind of held you back so you learn to 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 budget a little better when money isn't readily available all the time so anytime yeah. I would go somewhere I would always just bring food with me like I'd bring a loaf of bread some peanut butter and jelly or things that don't go bad and you know bag exactly. of hot cheetos that that's a must so I just you know
0: Put those on <laughs> hot everything.
3: cheetos and oreos I'll eat those all day.
0: <laughs> I know I just took my son my youngest son on a snowboarding trip for his birthday and I'm like we got to get stuff for the week so I bought white bread peanut butter and jelly a couple of things of fruit you know some fruit whatever but stuff that we could just make you know sandwiches whenever we wanted to and not have to yeah, look absolutely. for a place to eat or whatever because i mean we went we still went out to eat or whatever but like if i want a sandwich and i don't know where anything is i'm just gonna go in the back and make a sandwich real quick and be decently full for small lunch whatever a couple sandwiches and he's like oh it makes sense you know it makes sense you can make this pbj whenever you want whatever
3: yeah and so it's, it's that's a safe tour lesson, life you know, baby that's yeah. a tour you go in places you're not familiar with like obviously you want to try the food you want to try the local stuff but like how many bands have a story about like oh we all ate at this place and got food poisoning and then the next three shows we had to play with food poisoning you know it's like mm-hmm. i'd rather you know eat pb and j leading up to the gig and then after the gig go eat something sketchy yeah. and some back alley somewhere you know like <laughs> deal with the repercussions the next day instead of while i'm playing
0: yeah yeah no that makes sense um that's that's words of wisdom for anyone traveling on tour like get to know somebody eat afterwards and you know whatever but um do you have have, uh you are you going to start taking your your son to some shows or whatever like if they're not at bars if you're playing i don't know local all ages whatever start to get indoctrinate him into the music culture
3: yeah he's been a a feature on my live streams for a long Mm -hmm. time so Mm -hmm. when uh when I wasn't working. Uh, it was just me and him hanging out for like the first five, six months here in an apartment. And uh, so I would do live streams. I was doing them fairly more regularly back then. And I would watch him while doing it. So I'd have him just off to the side. And everybody was watching was like, I know Pete's there. Let me see Pete. Let me see Pete. So I would turn the camera, show him real quick. You're like,
2: here's my baby. And then eventually
3: (laughs) it just turned into me putting a camera on him. He had the Pete cam. And like everybody expected oh, him to lose his mind or something because it'd be an hour-long live stream like how does he sit there for an hour and this kid he's he's all over the place so for him to sit for an hour was amazing but every time i live streamed he was good and i think he only like, well... pooped on camera one time
0: <laughs> <laughs> well also you're you're like singing him just you know like you're, you're calming him with the, the music too probably like you know uh i mean no matter how loud or whatever.
3: Calming, but yeah no he's... no but
0: like but you but there's you're entertaining him like you know he's yeah. like He's watching you do stuff. It's like, you know, you can sit your kid in front of a screen and have him watch whatever the kid's show is, or you can like you can be the show, right? So exactly. you're doing it. Yeah. You're actually doing it. So that's cool. And you know.
3: You know, all kids' toys have this crappy music all the time. You know, like you push the button, it plays the same song for five hours. So I've heard yeah. so many little baby toy songs <laughs> that I've started learning them and playing them for him.
0: I remember that and- too. Like uh, we had yeah i put this. them in live shows and, too i played and, for a bar what for is people it? yesterday what is it with baby toy kids toys their batteries never run out how is that <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, they last controllers, controllers, forever guitar pedals they all die yeah yeah exactly the the ones that are we're actually used. but i mean it's like they 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 build those like extra to so they're never going to die on you you know and when you want them to, so the parents are always all of a sudden taking the batteries out you know <laughs> so sorry cool. we got a guest
3: appearance about to happen here <laughs> yeah is it pete Oh yeah, he woke up. Now he's standing in his crib. So that's a that's a danger. (laughs) Oh cool. Hey Pete,
0: he's waving and everything.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, he is just like his dad. A
0: little attention whore. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's awesome. Um, What do you want to? What do you want to? You're on Instagram. Is that your main kind of like? Is Instagram your main? uh, You know, way to get followers or whatever, or gain traction? Um,
3: Yeah, I've tried the social media game for so long that I've kind of yeah. feel like it's weird the generations have switched when uh, social media started you know I was the I was like young in high school and catching that wave and thinking like this is how you're gonna get famous and you've seen so many people do it that way you know blowing up on social media but I feel like in the last few years it's switched where like my generation is just over social media completely and doesn't want to be you know really focused on it anymore Uh it's all our parents just arguing about fucking politics and yeah yeah like food recipes and stuff so like anything (laughs) they put out there is just an argument so i just uh right toxic to me i just i do it to have fun and you have to have it to let people know but sure yeah i'm trying to take it back to like what it was before social media where people had to actually remember you or like you
2: know
0: yeah
3: my goal is to eventually get a website going where i can just put everything there instead and stop giving social media all the power of like my data and all my information, and bringing people to their platform. I want to bring people to my platform instead. Ah,
0: okay, I like it. Yeah. So, if, so it, I mean, and, right now, you know, until you get your website, where where can my people find you? Yeah. Instagram? So Instagram,
3: Facebook, and uh, you know, it's not just one of those things where like I'm posting and not responding. Like, it's a great way to get a hold of me too. You know, this we got a hold of each other on Instagram. Yeah, so
0: yeah, you're pretty active. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I. uh, it's not just uh, me posting pictures of shows and flyers. Like it's, it's a real way to see my life
0: and get in contact mm-hmm. with me. A lot. So, yeah, you can see Pete at the at the park, Pete at the zoo, Pete at Wild yep. Park, <laughs> yep. Pete, Pete yeah, at Pete a, a podcast, <laughs> Pete on a podcast. I like it. He looks good there. We were going to start one um,
3: called Two Pete's in a Pod, but he's not oh, talking yet. We'll get there.
0: <laughs> started anyways, and just like uh, it can show his progress here, whatever. <laughs>
3: Babies down. That's yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah. Well bj give me some give me some parting words of wisdom for everyone as a new dad or an old musician or whatever you want to do or something from your from pete number three i guess or whatever
3: (laughs) yeah i don't know just no matter what be yourself and don't be afraid to uh let that shine through because that's ultimately all you have control over and if things no matter what you're doing if it's you know you're pursuing some sort of artistic goal or restaurants or you know just being a a nine to five working person with a family, you know, to just always be yourself and pass that down. That's the most important thing, especially I feel yeah. like today, everybody's so wrapped up, especially like we were talking about social media. It's easy mm-hmm. to get lost in a tribe or a group or whatever. Just be yeah. unapologetically you and uh, see where it takes you.
0: <laughs> be you, BJ. That's right. <laughs> That's be- the that word. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So like BJ, you heard it here on the family cast. Be yourself, BJ.
3: <laughs> yeah as long yeah. as yourself doesn't suck if yourself sucks change and be better <laughs> Like don't be. hey honest. that's true
0: that's true huh yeah. um and if you can see that in yourself or would you allow other people to tell you that you suck if you know if you had to change
3: oh absolutely like there's okay, there's a core group of people that like if i was going down the wrong path like we've all anybody that's ever been in the rock and roll world has had their their toes in the whiskey pool a few times you know like you gotta listen to people who tell you to wheel it back a little bit you know yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs> hey we're going home or whatever you know like knock it off yeah. exactly cool, time man. to
3: put the guitar down yeah.
0: <laughs> Yep. yep just drink some water um mm-hmm. cool man well i appreciate your time and um, yeah thanks I'll, for having I'll, me this is awesome oh i'm gonna play some of your music at the end too so oh. do you want to you want to show off any song in particular or anything
3: nah man whatever you pick is gonna be a good one i'm sure
0: <laughs> okay well there you go yeah that's that's the spirit um so i'll put some on there so yeah bj I wish you a good Monday here. Dia um, de las Madres, do something good for her. And yeah, grab um, get some flowers. <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll see you out live someday, someday soon here.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, right now, I got one gig a month at the Tipsy Crow. I'm looking okay. to add to it, just you know, try not to overdo it. So
0: nice. All right. Sounds good. Man. I'll, I'll
3: give you the whole VIP treatment.
0: <laughs> you got it. Some screwball and all that.
3: <laughs> yeah, screwball and inappropriate jokes.
0: <laughs> Hello. I got those all day. Okay. <laughs> But uh, all right. We'll take care of Pete and um, we'll talk soon. Okay. Yeah. Thanks Josh. See you later. Later. Bye. Well, there you have it folks, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between this week's episode of the family cast food and music is life. Yes. Was brought to you by the fine folks at harvest kitchen catering company where I work. I'm the chef there. Yeah, that's right. That's where I cook stuff. And, uh, we did the stuff you know i'm sure you've heard me talking about it on the episode so i'm not gonna tell you much but that's where you want to find my cooking that's where i do my food and music pairings these days so if you want to catch up on any of that part of my life check out harvest kitchen on instagram or on the website harvestkitchen.com you can see my plates and or you might see the food truck driving around town if you're down in the san diego area um also i wanted to say big shout out to melanie k at melanie kpr for hooking up this uh this week's guest mr bj and be sure to check him out online he's got all kinds of fun stuff if you're in the san diego area you might see him playing locally uh once we can go on tour again you might see him in france or japan or the moon who knows we got a positive attitude so we might get there someday anyways thanks for listening again to the family cast i'm going to talk to you soon And I'm going to play a song. It's from his new uh, record on Mannequin Vanity Records. It's uh, Canciones con Queso. That's the EP. The song is called Best Amigos with some guest appearances. And all the the links for everything today is obviously in the show notes like we do. And uh, just wanted to say, keep it clean out there. You know, take care of one another. Let's get, we're almost through this. uh, uh, You know, there's always something else to worry about. But we're almost through this big main COVID thing. So. Be good to one another out there. I can't I can't encourage you enough. Be good, be good, be good. Thank you and we'll see you next time. Ciao bella.
3: for listening to The Family Cast.